Hello, and welcome to One Stop Co-op Shop, your one stop for board game news and reviews. Hold on to your pants, it's time for a special episode. Hey, welcome to One Stop Co-op Shop. Steve here, here with awesome people, of course. We've got Barrett and Peter today. What's up? It's good to be here, guys. I'm excited to have Peter joining us for co-op chat. Usually it's just me and Steve. I don't know what this Peter guy is all about, but it's good to have him. <laughs> you know what? Every once in a while I show up, you know, just just to bring some uh, stability to this cast here. That, that's what it is. Yeah, we, yeah, we definitely need that. He gets off the rails sometimes, for sure. So. I actually think it's chaos that I inject, not stability, but that's okay. <laughs> But yeah, welcome. We are here at a slightly different time. Uh, I know we had some comments that people wanted to see this a little bit later in the day, so we pushed it back an hour. Curious what you guys think of this new start time, so I can share some comments at Discord or below. But yeah, if you're first time joining, this is our co-op chat. We tend to cover a quick segment on cooperative news and then do a discussion topic. And this week's topic, we're kind of focusing on three games. And so the three of us, we talk about the Marvel games, big Marvel titles being Marvel Legendary, Marvel United, and Marvel Champions. And don't say I don't do anything to prepare for these things. I actually <laughs> was playing Marvel Legendary this morning just to remind myself of like how it goes because it's nice. been a while for me. Nice. So I did some prep work, guys. I, I did. I like it. I like it, Peter. Good work. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> But before we get to chat, I'd like to thank our Patreon supporters this week. This week, I'd like to thank Sarah Noss, co-op lover, Matt Powers, co-op MVP, and Bracken Rawlings, a co-op fan. Thanks to your Patreon supporters and everyone who helps keep this content going. So, what are we talking about today? We are talking about Marvel We're talking about superheroes! Superheroes! All the supers. <laughs> so, I feel like there's a big trend on superhero games, and I figured, you know, let's talk about the big three for Marvel, specifically. So that is Marvel Champions, Marvel Legendary, Marvel United. And so I've got some talking points we can discuss on this, but I'm just going to keep this pretty open. And anyone watching live, feel free to chime in your own thoughts and opinions on this stuff. So we'll, uh, we'll have fun here. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. It almost helps guide us a little bit. Yeah, let's jump into... I, let's talk about maybe the the setup of the game a little bit. No Marvel Battle World from Brand? I don't know what you're talking about there, Brand. Marvel Battle World? I think you might have sent me a link. And there's also um, Marvel. What's the uh, the Marvel Crisis Anything Protocol? Yeah, Crisis, Crisis Protocol. Protocol. Well, I Crisis is not those miniatures. That was a lot of fun. Those are good miniatures. Those are fun miniatures to paint, and the game isn't too bad. The problem is the only person I have to play is my 11 year old, who is more interested in smashing my superheroes than actually going for the objectives. So, still <laughs> for him to understand what you do in the game. <laughs> but that one's uh competitive though. It's, oh yeah, it's only competitive. competitive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I think we're focused on the co-op one. So if Marvel Battle yeah. Worlds co-op. Let me know, Brand. Brand. Um, he says it's, it's a mini collectible minis kids. game for kiddos oh, by Funko. Oh, by Funko. Okay. Oh, yep. gotcha. I think, yeah, they have like a, I think they had a DC and a, a, a Harry Potter thing. I think is that the game I'm thinking of. Maybe I'm not. Yes. Well, Funko's got the Harry Potter game, but I don't know it's that one. That. Who's the one that's got all those like big head miniatures that are on like a board? Funko. Like, that's Funko. Is it yeah. Funko? Okay. Funko. So right. Victor Von Doom says, My personal favorite is Champions, but my wife prefers Legendary and it's really easy to teach. Battle World is a super simple game. My daughter loves it. So hmm. that's cool. I'm going to have to look into that one. Yeah, I don't know Battle World. I have to look into it too. 
And Brent says, Protocol is very good. Really gaining popularity at our store. Awesome. Yeah, the miniatures in that game look amazing. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm too close to the edge of buying that one. <laughs> and I have so many miniatures games that I never play because I'm the same way as uh, Barrett. Like, I never, I like, I buy them. I put it together. I read the rules. I play it maybe once. And then I forget the rules and, like, don't play for six months. And then I don't feel like learning the rules again. And so, like, <laughs> it's just a, it's a terrible cycle with me and miniatures games. But well, uh, uh, speaking of other games, Marvel games, I know um, uh, Baron and I, we play a lot of Heroclix, too. We don't play it anymore. At least you yeah. don't, I assume, right? You stopped playing that game? Baron's gone, man. He's he just gone? left. He's like, I'm out. Oh, he left. <laughs> oh, no. He'll be back. He'll be back, I'm sure. But I'm looking at an empty chair over here. Uh, uh, Brent says, uh, Peter, buy protocol when you come visit. <laughs> so, yeah, see, I want to show off my miniatures because I love to. This is my Venom, he's all set to go. Awesome, like I said, these miniatures are really cool and they're really fun to paint. You got Modoc, he's all set to go. He's Dude, nice you said awesome job painting. And then you got, I got the big guy Hulk. This was the these two don't Modoc and him don't come in the thing, you do Venom. Those are the three my kid wanted. But then I got the ones that come in the pack or stuff like Dr. Octopus, he comes in, but they just love the sculpts of these things. Yeah, Cats America. I know people have probably seen them throwing the shield. I mean, it looks really cool how they got that shield. Here's what I got to do. I got to buy games and give them to Barrett to paint for me or like, <laughs> you know, really pay neat. him to paint for me. And then like, I'll definitely get them to the table. Definitely. I have to admit it was, this was actually the first thing I did actually when my, when I went to, had to go into, what do you call it? Uh, uh, quarantine because yep. all this, everything shut down. I was like, I'm, I'm going to be with my kid. He wanted to play Crisis Protocol. I'm going to build all my miniatures and paint them and just Sweet. start going that. And every day I worked a little bit on that and we play a little bit. So it's kind of cool. Uh, you should play Heroclix. I play Heroclix. I, <laughs> there's uh, one, two, three boxes about this big full of Heroclix tackle boxes that have tons and tons of Heroclix. I got a box I down here of all the old ones. Uh, Victor Von I Hames think says, what we're saying is there's there's lots and lots yes, of Marvel games. There, there are, was Dice Masters I, too, right? <laughs> like, yes, I played that. Yes, there is. <laughs> but now we're curious to remember the ones which all the ones we just spoke about: Protocol, Hero Clicks, Diceborn Hero, or not Diceborn Heroes, but the Dice One. All, that's all competitive. So we're trying to focus yep. more like on the right. cooperative. And the really, it, there's not a ton of them out there. And the big three, like Steve says, is uh, the champions united and the legendary which we have all played to at least some extent more than other some more than others based on our preferences and i think we're here to kind of not sway people but at least give people an idea of what we think about all three of these well and i think they're for very different audiences as well mm -hmm. so i don't think you have to pick one over the other no you, i actually have all, right. all three I mean, of I've these all... in in my collection and i'm happy to have all three of them in my collection mm -hmm. i'm the same way I was actually my, asking my wife about this last night. Uh, like, hey, which of these Marvel games is your favorite? And she, her response was like, you know what? I don't think I could pick. Because I, she says that she, they feel, they fit different niches, right? Or different moods you have. So it's like Absolutely. So, um, yeah, let's jump into it a little bit more. Uh, I kind of want to talk about a few, few topics. Like, uh, let's talk about complexity of these games. Because that's probably a big one people want to talk about. Um, <laughs> well, it's no, no choice on this one, right? There's only one that's... Super complex. The other two are uh, pretty no, straightforward. I don't know about that. I kind of disagree. I think there's one that's super simple, for sure. And that's United, yeah. United right? That's United. United yeah. is very yep. simple, very easy to bring to the table. It's very easy to teach. There's not a lot going on, and it's quick and easy to do. The other two, 
I think are both complex in different ways. Correct. Um, you could have a very simplistic Marvel Champions game by just opening the pack and playing and not and just picking the, the starting villain. Because And that's how I have to bring that to the table. I don't have players that are going to build decks. I don't have players right. that want to build decks. They just want to sit down and play. Like my son, for example, if I said, okay, we're going to build a Spider-Man deck and he's going to be, we're, which one do you want to go with? Do you want to go with justice or do you want to go with like leadership? And he's like, just give me the deck, dad. Okay, here you go. Because <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't, he obviously combos and not looking for the, the real meat of the game when it comes to building that deck. And it's kind of, which is a lot of the game. It's just like any, I've kind of come to realize that a lot of the, living card games when you get that pool that is part of the game is right. figuring out how you're going to beat that next mission or that how you're going to beat the boss like off camera just a little while ago i asked peter how hulk went peter's like i actually built him totally bad to play the one villain we decided to put on the table so you have to kind of cater to what you're playing and i think that's part of the complexity where legendary the com the complexity is it's it's a totally different form of complexity it's figuring out what to have in where who gets what things like that i mean i know steve has a lot more idea i, I just played legendary a few times with him this weekend and it was it was such a blast to see all these neat little things going on and all the things they've added over the years that i would have never really thought of mm -hmm. right and you can build decks with low complexity for marvel champions it's still yeah. never going to be marvel united and legendary i guess i just haven't seen the complexity i've only got a few of the expansions um, so for me, it's one of the more straightforward deck building games, especially when you even compare it to something in its own family, which are the legendary encounter games, which every strike against you is different. And, and you know, all this stuff is face down and you've got to figure out what it is by flipping it up and doing other things. So I think there's more complexity in even those games for me. And, and maybe it's just a biased thing where I've been doing this too. And I don't remember what complexity is. Right. Um, I, I know that Steve has played the most Marvel Legendary of anybody on the one-stop co-op. Of course. Sure. Yeah. Um, 200 plays? Of anybody in the planet. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not that many. <laughs> yeah, so Marvel Legendary, um, it started, it, like the base game is very straightforward and simple, and, and it's pretty pretty much a standard deck builder. But over the years, it's gotten super complex, and it has suffers for, like, one of the cons for it is, I used the word uh, keyword death. Because there's so yeah. many mechanics in the game, so many different interactions. Like when we played Baron earlier this week, I had the rulebook next to me because I cannot play the game without the rulebook. It's 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 that high complexity um, from the rule standpoint, and then just all the interactions, what you do to it. So for me, because of that reason, I would like depending on what complexity you're talking about, I actually rank Legendary the highest complexity of all these games, which is not something I would have thought of coming into this, but as I thought about this more and more. Uh, there's just so many different interactions and different um, resources you have to manage in the game. Um, and not to mention all the, as the game has evolved, a lot of the decks wound up being flipped face down because you have a, a different uh, card to mix into. Like now you have critical wounds and now you have special uh, agents to hire and sidekicks that you use. Um, so yeah, that well, one maybe is... Maybe the thing with Legendary then is it's got the biggest range of complexity. I think Marvel Champions is never not going to be a little bit complex. And I think Marvel United's never going to be the most brain burning game. I think Marvel Legendary then, because I mean, base game is super straightforward, as you've said. Yes. And the complexity comes as you add more stuff. 
So I think legendary might have the biggest range then of complexity. That's a good way of saying it. I can go with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, let's move on. I got some other topics. Let's talk about setup because that's another one. I know that's a huge con, I would think, for legendary, I'd say. Now, I don't know. I think people kind of blow this out of... Oh, we got some comments here real quick. Uh, Brent says, legendary just struggles in that at low player counts, the hero row gets stuck. At high player counts, it's too hard to get your deck built in time. That's a great point, Brent. I was going to talk about it a little bit later, but yeah. Player scaling in the game, I feel like Legendary is one of the worst, honestly. Like, it's great at 2 to 3. Uh, 2 is ideal, in my opinion. And 4 to 5, do not play rules as written. It just not does not work. So, uh, most of the Legendary community uh, has their own rule set for that. And I get the impression that we might see a new core in the future. Just my guess. Um, being, being that next year is going to be the 10th year of support for Marvel Legendary. And I... I suspect we might see a new core. I don't know. Just a complete guess on my, my standpoint. So I'm well, hoping and I know there's they... a actually pretty vibrant solo community for Legendary as well. And I, I think there's a little bit of divisiveness because they have the advanced solo rules, which come out in the Dark whatever expansion. Dark City, yep. Dark City expansion. But then there's kind of some rules that people made up and i can't remember the name of that one golden solo rules i think they're called so golden yep. solo rules so but i mean i think there are people that like both and I, it seems to be a pretty vibrant community and i think mm -hmm. they even have challenges every month like play this against this with this and uh there are tons the of leagues score. yeah, yeah. Ton, tons of leagues for marvel legendary you can always jump in a league and some of them are uh for like the base set of a few other ones others are for like all the other cards card games out there all the expansions so it just varies so I've done a few of the leagues. They're pretty fun. But, um, and all solo, though, right? No, not all solo. Oh, okay. Because uh, some of them are... Uh, a lot of people play two-handed in Legendary because two is the ideal player count. Uh, it, gotcha. works, it works for one, one's hand, but um, two is more fun for sure. And so, I mean, if you... Kim and I played uh, in the league, just the two of us, uh, one-handed it each, so... Nice. Um, but yes, yeah, so talking about player, player scaling, um, I think, I know champions, it rules wise, it works experience wise. I don't think it works as great. Like champions were is awesome to player and solo and three yep. it's okay. And four, it gets to be long, especially if you have new people, like if you have experienced people, you can play four. I've done it. It's fun, but it's so long. Um, yes. I, I don't disagree with that. And I'm, I'm I'm probably the biggest Marvel Champions fan here, but my ideal player count for that is two as well. Um, three and four, it's so much time between your turns. I wish what they would have done, and I don't know why they didn't sing this from the rooftops. I don't know why they didn't make it more simultaneous, where I could play some cards, then you play some cards, and then we you know kind of go back and forth. They have that a little bit where you can play actions on other people's turns, but I don't know why you just can't do everything yeah. and make it a bigger puzzle, more interesting, more fun puzzle. Yeah, you might have to ramp up the difficulty of the villains a little bit, but that's okay. Like, I just, I think it would be a more fun experience to be more simultaneous, and I wish they had done that. I agree. I agree with that. What are your thoughts, Barrett, on scaling on this topic, player scaling? You guys are pretty much nailing it right on the head. Um I brought it to four. I brought both of these type of games to four players. My group is four players. We played uh, Alien Encounters as four players. It works good. It's obviously the, I think it's a lot tougher 
Um, and I'm just naming encounters. I haven't played Legendary Marvel as a four-player mechanic yet. Um, Don't. But <laughs> yeah, and Champions is the same way. We did four players with that, and that, that I think that's really why the game bombed with my group. It just totally went right into the ground. Nobody had any fun. It was all. I mean, one of my friends is over on his phone while the other two, three people are doing stuff, and I'm trying to explain things and things. And yeah, it just. And he said that he would play a two-player. He said, hey, this, I think, is a pretty cool game, but the two girls, my wife and my wife's friend, or my friend's wife, bleh, they didn't like it at all. And then it probably was because of that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, trying to and, teach that game, especially low yeah. or high-player count, is just awful. because And that's usually what I have to do, because usually my yeah. friend and his wife and my, my wife and me all playing together. So whenever I have to explain a game, it kind of takes a while if there's four players. And it always is four players. Uh, Marvel yeah. United, I actually haven't played four players yet. Um, and great. so I don't know how it scales. I've usually only played it two players, but I feel with that game, how fast it moves, I would see that that's probably not that big a deal, especially since you're comboing off each other. You're probably trying to at least do a lot more interactions and talking when it comes to actually figuring out your plan right. when it comes to taking these people down. And I, I agree with you. I think it, United works great. Three, four players is good. It's good. I like three better. I think, um, I am worried about seven players. I think that's gonna be bad for United. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> what? Seven players? That yeah, no, I think that's ridiculous. Twice you haven't even moved from your home place unless somebody carried you somewhere. Yes, that is my big concern. I I know they introduced that with the new new uh, X Men. That's the max player kind of get to. And like, granted, some people are playing as the enemy in that sense, and you got two teams. But um, I don't think I have any oh. need or desire to play seven players that game. So no. But I do think it's the game that plays best at higher player count because, like we said, yes. your turn's so super fast. I mean, Absolutely. you're literally playing the card and, and doing what the icons say. Uh, Brent had some comments. He said, yes, Champions is too long with new or casual players, but it's absolutely the best with advanced players. I, I, I have not gotten that group together. I, I probably should one of these days. Timing cooperation is unmatched by any other game I have played. Wow, that's uh that's high praise there. Uh, now, Brant, you have to realize, is a huge Marvel Champions fan as well. Um, he's got his own channel, Step Into the Portal, where mm-hmm. he plays Marvel Champions and other games as well. Um, they're affiliated with a game store, the Portal Game Store. So uh, with Champions, I suggest if you have three or four and some new, uh, just uh, bow out and teach and run the villain. I, I, I would agree with that. Again, but Barrett, you don't play the game that often. So that wouldn't be fun for you, right? Like, <laughs> no, I've done things like that in the past. Where when I was teaching Nemesis this one time, I just didn't play because when you get over four players and you're trying to teach that game, I want people to have a good experience with the game because it's one of my favorite games. And so I just completely bowed out and started just kind of okay. Now we're gonna I'll just flip the deck. Okay, this is what the intruders are doing. Oh, there's no intruder on the board. We're just gonna do the event. So I think it. Yes, I totally agree. If you're trying to teach a game like that and you're having four players, if you want them to have a good experience, yeah. But yes, I haven't played the game very much. I want to play Iron Man. Come on. How do I Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, here's the funny thing. I bow out at two players and I let my daughter play solo and my son play solo because mm-hmm. I noticed even at two players, the downtime is too much for them. Now you have to remember they're younger, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right. But yeah, no, I mean, I'll just, I have a fun enough time running the villain and watching them play solo. So uh, I will do that. You know, I think you can, you know, for a lot of these games, if you can get the lower player count, especially with younger kids, it keeps them more involved and quicker. For sure. I think uh, Brand brought up some, another fun talking point I want to talk about is uh, cooperation. That's a good one to discuss. Yep. So, 
Uh, I think probably the worst is going to be legendary in the sense. Mm -hmm. I think yep. it's more coordination than cooperation. Because I'm not like playing off your cards or doing things during your turn. I am, hey, I'm going to build a deck to manage the scheme while you build a deck to take down the boss guy, right? It's more of that level, which... I Wait, are you is... talking about champions or legendary? Or oh, what did I say? Did I say champions? He I said, said legendary. legendary. I said legendary. No, it's legendary. You mean legendary? No, I didn't mean legendary. Yeah. He said scheme, which made you think cha champions, but he he's talking about like that scheme twist. So if somebody oh. trying to work on the scheme twist to make sure when it hits, it doesn't like totally cripple people. It's actually has some mid where the other person be building up like a lot of fighting if you're supposed to take like the boss down with twelve damage or something, and you have to have somebody that's kind of doing that while the other person is working on buying cards that can mitigate whatever that scheme twist is going to do. Is I think gotcha. that's talking about. Oh, I was gonna say I'm sure they've added in the coordinate cards which they have in the legendary encounters games. They just recently did that. From just I, now, after all these years, because I think legendary encounters been around forever. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, Spider-Man Homecoming did it just recently had, and which is great. It's not that I recent. That's kind of old now, but yes. <laughs> well, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it was still probably a little bit. That's true. That's true. I mean, compared to what's out there, um, that's correct. It, it's and it is a good. It's a good mechanic. It should have been in. I mean, obviously, it hadn't been. Again, you're then I know another one we're probably going to talk about is balance. We haven't gotten to that one, but uh, to balance legendary, I wonder if they were trying to figure out before they could stick this in how much that could ruin certain like groups of uh, things you're buying from the river. Certain heroes, like okay, say I got Wolverine out there. Well, if you start coordinating with the guy with Wolverine, he can start buying super cards way faster than they would have anticipated being able to buy them, and something he could have ramped up super. Fast. I mean, I'm just throwing out sure. words they're sure. not like and, and, and let me explain what coordinate is so coordinate yes. lets you play a card on somebody else's turn they get the benefit of that card and you don't get penalized because you get to draw another card right back up so mm -hmm. it doesn't slow your deck down in fact it speeds your deck up a little bit and lets you play on other people's turns to let them do more powerful things so i i do think that helps with cooperation but yeah i never thought about the balance aspect of things also yeah. Yeah. So I, I definitely think Legendary is the worst on that one. I think Champions does a good job. Um, mm -hmm. it's, you still do a lot of coordination, but you can play cards off other people. Um, it yep. definitely help with the combat, right? Hey, I need help taking out this guy. Can you engage him, deal with him, or whatever? Or can you help, uh, mm -hmm. you know. Can you take care of this minion so I can attack the boss because he's exactly. guarding the boss? Like that kind of thing. Um, absolutely or hey can i mean sometimes it's the opposite right mm -hmm. can you deal with the scheme this turn here <laughs> the you know whatever can you help me take care of this side scheme because if not we're in trouble yeah right so sometimes it's like oh i can't do this thing even though i'm technically the better person at it like i'm gonna need some help this turn with it or so you just be dr strange and you can just do both <laughs> at the same time <laughs> true <laughs> I mean, even yes. the Avengers Mansion, right? Hey, I've got this card draw. I don't really need it. Who needs yeah. it, right? So that's, that's some fun yep. things you could do. But then, of Absolutely. course, you got United, which it's one of its core mechanics is cooperation. I mean, it's Absolutely. really the built-in core mechanic of the game. You're playing yep. off the other character's card as you're going down the line. So, I mean, it's just blatant right in your face. This is a cooperative game. We're working together to take to try to stop this, which is pretty cool. And it really... I think that's one of the reasons my kids enjoy it so much is because they can see me playing a card and be like, oh, I can do something off that. I'm like, yeah, you can mm -hmm. go rock that guy. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're not even playing cards for yourself there. You know, right. you're obviously going to get the benefits of it, but you're really like trying to set up the next person. Uh Oh, we're in trouble. 
this happens, you're the closest mm-hmm. one. I'm going to set you up to, to help take care of that. Absolutely. Yeah. The, you can't get away from the cooperation United. I think that's like you said, Baron, this one of the strongest aspects of that game. Um, Absolutely. So Brent has a couple comments here. Cooperation champions takes a few plays to get down. So lost people avoided for a few games. I'm not sure what he means by lost most, people. Most, oh, most, most people. people got it. Yeah, there he is. He corrected it. Um, yeah, that's true because it takes a while to like rock the game to take it to cooperate. I agree with that. And then United does it really well. It's part of the game, but it gets less interesting and limited as the game comes to to close. Yeah. Um, I yeah. don't know about that. Well, I do. What do you think? Is he's, I think what the point he's going for is you have all these things you're trying to accomplish in Marvel United, but in the end, most of the time you're taking down the bad guys. So near the end, it's really just, I'm going to play fight to try to get this guy or move to try to get that guy. Like, yeah. In oh. the end, all you're doing is moving and fighting. There's not really like, I'm going to try to rescue this guy and get you set up over here so you can try to rescue that guy or take down these like minor minions or whatever. I forget what they're called. Villains? Are they? No, not villains. What henchmen. Thank you. Yeah, henchmen. henchmen. But that's so, true for all these games, right? I mean... I mean, all of them, you got to kill the boss to win, right? Right. I, I just think when he's talking about the cooperation, there is a lot of it, but it slows down the amount of what you're trying to do with each other. Instead of talking about like, oh, hey, should we do this? Hey, should we do that? Let's try to do this. I think by the end, you're just moving and fighting, which like you're saying, I think in Champions, it kind of gets to that point too. Hey, we've really nailed down this. There's not much going on here. Our decks are powered up enough. Let's just slam this boss and take him out. Well, the, the nice part about champions, I think for me, is that's usually one or two turns, right? It, it's mm-hmm. when to flip the switch. It's almost like a deck builder yes. in that way, yeah. where it's like, I'm building my deck, building my deck, building my deck. There's no deck building in champions, mm-hmm. but a lot of times it's, I'm building up, I'm fighting off, I'm fighting off, I'm fighting off. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. Let's go take down the villain now. And that yeah. then you just do it or don't do it real quick. Um, I think whereas... Legendary sometimes with its randomness has the most unique chance of that i mean you could have a pander like i got 14 attack boom we're gonna hit that boss right next hand i'm gonna get him next turn i got eight buying right (laughs) Hmm. guess i'm not hitting the boss this turn what are you doing i got 12 buying okay well at least we get a good card (laughs) (laughs) right right yeah i i don't know if i've always had the cooperation wraps down it really depends what you're doing like i think the like a good example is sinister six like the cooperate the cooperation that game is high the whole time you're sinister six because you can't mess up in that game. You're going to lose, especially if you ramp up the difficulty of United. Um, if you play on like the standard difficulty, then yeah, I would definitely agree cooperation drops for sure. So I think it depends a lot on the setup, which I think is another good topic. I think all these games do a really good job on modularity and like being able to like yeah. mix and match different things in them. They're just fantastic for all of them. I think you have uh, yeah. to in game. You have to have that. It's Marvel. There's hundreds of heroes. There's hundreds of villains. You have to be able to have the. And even in comics, Spider-Man is not always fighting Green Goblin. I mean, he is going after all these different people. Not only in the Spider Universe, he joins the Fantastic Four, and they're fighting Galactus or something. They're fighting all different people. Almost all, they're, they're cross comics. I mean, Wolverine joins the Avengers. I mean, you've got. And all the so it's just yeah you have to have that that is like one of the themes of Marvel is being able to have all these cool superheroes fighting against all these cool villains. Absolutely, but but I will say, it comes with a price. Well, and so that does, is yeah, all of it does. That right? is the that price, <laughs> right? <laughs> or that and honestly, balance too. I'd say right. Mm-hmm. Sure, because you can the have. Price, I think one of them. 
yeah, the price and then the, I mean, you can have a setup that is just super hard or super easy depending on what yep. combination of characters and stuff you have. And I think that's true of all these games. And last night I proved it. Yep. And, and we still ended up winning, but we played against one of the easier villains in the game. And I was playing with one of the worst heroes in the game, to be fair. I'm like, oh, this should work out. But then I totally, as Barrett was pointing out earlier, I built my deck in such a way where it didn't work against that villain. So I had six almost dead cards in my uh, deck at that point. Now, the nice part is in Champions, I just used them as resources the whole time. But I definitely mm -hmm. didn't think about the villain I was going in against. And I think in any of these games, you can have that mistake, right? It's like, oh, I messed up. I, I shouldn't have taken this hero against this villain. The nice part of something like, you know, you add it up and play it again in like five minutes. So. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, that's actually something are usually pretty. I mean, if you've got everything you're ready to do, if it goes badly, the reset button is not tough. It's not like yeah. pulling tiles off a board or putting min like miniatures somewhere or having to read like put characters back taking off token no it's it's a really quick system all three of them to get back and running again of course if you're changing up things then it's going to take a little bit of time but if you're like hey let's go best two out of yeah. three a little bit easier to do with all three of these systems absolutely and even like i said with champions though it's not like i had to rebuild a whole deck last mm -hmm. night i could have just you know pulled in six new cards right. and you're pulling them in in packs of three so really you're removing two packs of you know three and adding in two packs of three normally so it's not like it would have taken that long to even do that right is that the max you can get is that three per a three of a card is the most you can put in a deck right i mean you okay. only have 40 card decks yeah. right so i'm kind of surprised it's not... it's three i thought it'd be two but that's just i haven't looked at champions in a while if you haven't noticed i haven't actually played a little bit or even tried deck building in a while well and honestly that's me with marvel united i haven't played past the core set and the core set I know is probably the least interesting of all the experiences that have come out with Marvel United. So I definitely have to play that one past the core at some point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, uh, I agree. The on, on that's true for, well, I won't say that's true. I think, I think the core set of champions did a good job, but I think the core yes. set of legendary and United were, were okay and lacking. I would say like, I think the core of United was okay. in that like, Hey, Here's some examples of what can be done, but not really showing the whole design space. And Legendary was poor, I would say, honestly, the core experience, because, like, you, it was easy. You killed, the, you hit the bad guy, and you got something good out of it. Like, okay. Well, they didn't design it to be a cooperative game, right? That was really designed to be a competitive game, Correct. where whoever got the most points at the end, I mean, all the cards have points on them, right? So, like, it was definitely yeah. not meant to, you weren't supposed to lose. You're right. supposed to win, and who did the most damage or whoever did whatever the best, you know, was the best hero, but you're not even a hero. So I don't, <laughs> but yes. Um, so uh, Brent does have a comment. Modularity is what makes the theme come through for these games. I, I agree with that. Definitely. You know, Marvel is all about that. And uh, Barrett said that eloquently as well. I do. <laughs> I do find it interesting that these are the kind of, I consider the big three Marvel cooperative games, but only one of them has a sense of positioning and movement around the board. And I feel like that's that's missing. I feel like we need like a really good tactical positioning cooperative Marvel game still still coming out. Um not not saying that United doesn't have some tactical movement in it, but it's pretty it's pretty uh, high resolution. Like, I don't know. That's yeah. kind of what we see coming out in the future. Like they can make a game kind of like Wild Ascent, but with Marvel and characters and you're like three different minions are coming, villains are coming out with like a mastermind type guy as well, like Magneto, Toad, and 
I don't know who else, a couple other guys versus like your four X-Men and your four X-Men get more powerful, more powerful are fighting bigger. Like here comes Namor. You got to take him out or you never know where you're going to be fighting. But I just think it's because I mean, actually, if you haven't noticed, I've been playing a lot of wild ascent lately, which by the way, it's, I've been really enjoying it. Actually, Colin and I played it yesterday and we or a couple days ago and we both really enjoyed it. We started the, uh, the actual campaign in the box. We really had a good time. So I, I, that's why I just mentioned that game as a way of, like Baron and I'll have to fight on that one later. Oh, I know. I famously called that game unplayable. So yeah, Whoa. you and uh, Mike both didn't like this game at all, and I've had a no. really good time playing it and recording it. It's been a lot of fun. But nice. That's 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 another topic for another chit chat on the co-op chat. <laughs> nice. I don't mind. Um, I think there's one more topic I want to talk about. And we've been going for a while, sure. so maybe this will be the last one. But I kind of want to talk about balance in the game. I think it's an important one. Um, I, and I think... think we've kind of touched on it a little bit as we've been talking here. Um, first off, balance issues when it comes to like multiple players versus adding in things and how to really keep that balance. Is I think as a designer, that would I I don't even know how they do it sometimes. Just like how would you even <laughs> be able to deal with this? I mean, I know like it, games like Magic: The Gathering, they just started going, okay, well that, the way we're going to deal with balance is the only sets that are in this right now are the first three or the yeah. three like most recent sets. That's it. Anything else done. So they can like always keep some, like they can always not have to worry about black Lotus come flying black back in, but right, there's right. not enough yet in any of this to really say like, Oh, well we just don't use those cards. Right. I mean, they don't have like a ban list. They don't have. So as a designer, I think it'd be rough, but I bet Peter's designed a lot of stuff that has enough with balance. <laughs> balance is hard. Yeah. It is. And you know, here's the hardest part is, your playtesters tend to be the ones that have played the game the most. And so you tend to think things are easier than they actually are. You're like, oh, you know, this is pretty straightforward. You know, a game we're designing right now, we put it just put it out to playtesters. And, you know, the first scenario we meant to be super easy. You just get through it. You know, it's kind of almost a tutorial. And people were losing to it. We're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, we didn't think you're going to lose to to this scenario the way it's designed so because you've played it so much and then you know that becomes a problem with playtesters too right if you have great playtesters you know and i'm sure the people playing marvel legendary and marvel champions who are playtesting it have played the game hundreds and hundreds of times mm -hmm. well their experience with that game is going to be very different than somebody who picks it up for the first time so you right. have to keep infusing your pool of playtesters with newer players at least if that's your goal is to make your expansions friendly to new players. Right. Yeah, and it, it balance gets really hard too when you have all this modularity. It makes it just yep. way more difficult because like in Legendary you have, I mean, I'm sorry, the, sorry, the United, you've got the locations to worry about, you've got the heroes themselves, and then you have the villain as your main, oh, and challenges. So you've got like four levels, levers pull, pull there, you don't know how, how to make it modular. And then, yep. um, Champions, where you got the heroes, you got the boss, and you got modular. And then you got the, the modulars, boss. right? Yep, mm -hmm. right. And then legendary, you've got the scheme, the the villain deck itself, the hero deck itself, and then the boss as well. Well, right. you have henchmen and those side stuff too that you add in, right? For yeah. legendary the sidekicks, you have the sidekicks. If you want to put those in, then you also have the. Uh, the there's so many, yeah. The modularity in yeah. Legendary is like the highest I've played in any game, to be honest. Like it's been it's, around the longest. It, it should. has. I mean, it, as long right. as you're continuing to add to a game, the longer the game is there, the more you're gonna have, and that's it's, pretty cool. Yeah, next year's gonna be I'm ten about years. To get a lot of it. 
I'm actually going to Collins today to pick up his Marvel Legendary pack, his entire set, so that I can start playing it. Cool. Nice. So let's talk about somebody who hasn't bought any of these games yet. Mm -hmm. Let's just quickly, I, I think, go through each of them and talk about how to get into the game and what you would buy as the first couple purchases and why you'd like one over the other. You think that's a... Sure. A worthy thing? I mean, you I guess we'll start with Marvel. Here. You're making me think, man. This is, I know. It's really in the morning to think like this. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. We'll go in order here. Uh, we have Marvel Champions first, listed first. So obviously you need the core set. And I would say after the core set, I mean, that'll that'll keep you entertained for a while. I, I always say buy your favorite hero. Yep. Um, next, you know, whoever you want, if you want to add more heroes, if you're okay with the heroes in the core box, my first suggestion would be Rise of Red Skull. I think it's a really fun campaign. It adds in two new heroes and five new villains. And that's the most important thing. You want that variety. The base game comes with three villains and six heroes. So if you just buy those two things, even without buying any extra heroes, you've got eight heroes and you've got uh, seven villains to go against. And the difficulty is in the right scaling for like what you'd have. Like you'll be able to deck build a little bit but you're not going to feel overwhelmed. Uh, and the heroes are pretty varied. I mean, all the heroes in Marvel Champions are actually pretty varied. Mm -hmm. But I would not recommend getting Galaxy's Most Wanted. Like, if you just bought a core set, Galaxy's Most Wanted, even if Guardians of the Galaxy is, like, your favorite thing, I don't know that I would go there next because the difficulty in that one is, like, through the roof. Um, certainly, if you want to challenge yourself, you could. But, I mean, I think you're going to need a lot bigger pool of cards to deck build from now if you like all the guardians i think you'd be okay if you got galaxy's most wanted and all the heroes from galaxy's most wanted because i think there's enough good cards in there uh along with the core set it, to build something to to do it so if you really love guardians of the galaxy that's where you want to go you could do that but i would highly recommend doing red skull first i agree with that definitely and i will make you a don't comment really too need about the villains the What's up? Like the modular villains, Goblin's good. It's fun. And um, and Wrecking Crew, I don't think you need Wrecking Crew at all. Steve, you even said you didn't buy Wrecking Crew. It's yeah. a fun villain to go against, but it doesn't have anything you're going to add to anything else. And it's a different challenge, but I think there's enough villain variety now that you don't need Wrecking Crew. So Brian has a comment. He says, Green Goblin villain pack is really good. Two villain counters and a variety of modules. I think so. Yeah, Though, I don't like the first scenario in the Green Goblin pack. I had to uh, house yeah. rule that to make it make it fun. But other than that, it's it. The second one's really really fun. So. Yeah, I agree. But it's also very similar to Ultron. Mm -hmm. I I agree. The modulars are great, but there's going to be other ways to get modulars in the future. Definitely. Now, again, if if you're past your first purchases, I think Goblin is definitely you know probably one of your first ten ten purchases you want to buy. But I don't think first. I think first I would go with Red Skull if it was me. Cool. Uh, let's jump to... Oh, yeah, and I guess uh, who who would like this game and who would not like it? That's a good one to talk about. Sure. I think uh, on the... I mean, we talked about complexity scale. I'm still going to say I think Marvel Champions is the most complex of the games. And again, I haven't played all the Marvel Legendary, but we're talking about people getting into the game. I think if you're getting in, Marvel Champions probably has the highest barrier to entry, the most complexity of card play, things like that. So yeah, I think it's good for anybody who likes complexity in card games, anybody who like like a Magic the Gathering type game, anybody who wants complex card play, I think is going to have 
fun with it. You have a lot of interesting choices, turn to turn, hand management choices. If that kind of thing appeals to you, deck building, uh, certainly. I think it is of the games that do deck building. I think it is actually the easiest deck building game because you really only have 25 cards to play with. And then once you add it, because you have 15 cards that are hero specific, so you have 20 uh, in a 40 card deck, so you only have 25 to play with. And really of those, you're going to put in the three doubles every time. So now you're really talking about 22 cards to deck build with. If you're putting in sets of three, you're really only talking about seven sets of three to put in. So um, I don't think it's that complex. And I think it's actually pretty easy to get into. So, um, but if you like more complex tactical games, I think you're going to like Champions. Yeah, let's do a Marvel... Marvel Legendary, I think next. All right, Barrett, you've been playing this one lately. You wanna you wanna take the lead on it? Oh sure. Um, there's some really cool things that were going on in Marvel Legendary, and uh, actually, I was looking into really starting a collection of this, and so I was turning towards what kind of mechanics and what kind of things would be cool to have when you're starting out. I you need the core, obviously. I think is that's the deal. Yep. Then um, I've kind of thought that Dark City would actually be a way to go because it actually mm-hmm. adds in. Some ways of playing the game uh that isn't just the straight base way of playing um and then to me it really looked like just kind of finding heroes that you'd like to have now remember this is a different game from champion it's not your spider-man you're actually from one the way i feel i always feel like i'm like professor x sitting in the mansion like get and i have my x-men out on the out going against like this mastermind and i'm kind of building a deck of superheroes against this or i am the entire fantastic four so it is a different way of thinking how to play a game um and so to me that would be kind of the way to go i just kind of find some heroes i really like or if there's an expansion that brings a mechanic i like like say like sidekicks picking up something like that but really i think getting different ways of playing the game and the core set is really the way to start with this thing who would like this game? If you like Alien Legendary Encounters, you might like this game. It's the same company. so <laughs> it's, And very it's similar really system. Very super similar. similar. And, or if you just like core uh, uh, deck builders in general. I mean, the real, yeah. this is, this was really what, these are the kind of deck builders we grew up with, is right. this type of system. You have a river system where you're picking up cards and building the deck to like try to do something. But of course, it's random what comes out. So there's, if, if you like that kind of like, oh, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? And you got those villains coming out through this villain deck that you got to stop. Um, I, I I enjoyed it. But playing with Steve the last few days has been been a blast. And he's convinced me that I need to have this in my, in my collection because I'm a huge superhero fan. I think I have all the other superhero games. Why don't I have this one? I didn't have this one is there was so much. And I didn't know where to start and what to do. So finding heroes you like. Yeah, there is. Heroes you like, mechanics you may think are interesting, and a core box would probably be really what you need to start with and have fun with, and then just kind I of would, move from there. Yeah, I would lean towards getting some of the later expansions, too, in general. Not, to, not because, one, they're easier to find, but they also had some... Like, it's the complexity of the game, and the, the new things they're adding the game has... It just continues to grow, right? But yeah, Dark but City is a good one. But you have to kind of watch out for that, too, Steve. If you're buying, buying, like, some of the newer expansions, they might have keywords that were brought up in, like three like two years ago or something and you're like i don't have i don't know that mechanic you have to look it up because you don't have the rule book for that that's not true they, they repeat the, the keywords oh the do they books. okay yep. i didn't know that their updated rule books keep adding all the keywords exactly oh okay well then yeah like i said listen to steve <laughs> not me <laughs> so steve you, you you probably played the most legendary of all of us though do you agree with dark city is the first expansion and then kind of you said buy the newer stuff 
Yeah, I think X-Men's a really popular one. It's really hard to find now, unfortunately, uh, because that one added epic masterminds, where you flip them over and they get even more powerful. Uh, and it added the horrors, they called, and those are basically challenge upgrades as well. So that's a really popular one. But similar to, honestly, all these games, if there's a hero you like, honestly, just go buy that set with the hero in it, because you're going to have a blast with it. Um, the heroes tend to be fairly thematic in these games. Um, I'd say they tend to be more thematic in Champions because you have more to work with in that game set. Uh, but they do a good job in, I would say, in all of them tunics for the design space, I would say. Yeah. All right. Well, how about United, Steve? United. So this one, I have lots to say about this. And if you want to know what to buy, what you, what you may like or dislike on this, I have a whole video covering all the first campaign content and the, our expectation for the second campaign content. So you can check it out on this channel, but, but give recap, us a highlight. What's the first thing to get? Yeah. Obviously the core, like, like before, right. Um, then I would focus on, if you can get it, Sinister six is the first one. I'd recommend. Okay. And I say that with a caveat, it is incredibly difficult. So if you don't want a huge challenge, I would avoid that. But the reason I say that because it comes with, six villains and that provides a ton of replayability you can play them all individually instead of just in but they also come with that of course complete story that is part of the expansion which is pretty cool yeah that's kind of cool because yeah so you can play against all six at once or you can play them individually that's kind of neat because i do think the core games do a really good job in in all of these of giving you plenty of hero variety but i don't know that the villain variety is there where you want it and i think that's where all of us have suggested for first expansions is stuff yes. that's really giving you more variety in the villains you're going up against. Cause you know, that, that I think is the first thing that differentiates the game, one game from another. So Definitely. you don't feel like you're playing the same game over and over. Definitely. And that makes sense when the, from a design standpoint, because you don't want to have somebody, okay, here's your four heroes and your six villains. You're like, but I don't like these four heroes or I want right. to play with somebody different. I mean, sure. they and when I first play the core box, I don't mind going against Red Skull a couple times in the champions because why not? It'll be kind of fun. Or not Red uh, in United because I'm going to try these other heroes out. This is kind of cool. Or in champions, I don't mind going against uh, who's the easy one? Rhino and Rhino. Claw thank you. And, yeah. Going against Rhino over and over again because sure, I'll see the cards over and over, but I get to see how these characters play, which is, I think, what they're going for, of course, in a core box. And then, if, like you said, now I've gotten sick of that villain jump to something else and now i'm sick of these six heroes i want to find somebody that's awesome that i really like to play yeah now they know what plays but yeah i'll do sinister six and then the next one i'll do is infinity gauntlet mm. um because that gives you campaign and more villains of course uh, and I'm, I'm curious how this going to change when the new wave comes because there's some really cool things coming in that set uh, i already I already tried out the sentinel uh challenge and i'm loving it from what i understand it to be uh, so that one may be super high on my list in the future once I see the official product. Yeah. Well, some Monday or Wednesday, Steve, we're going to have to do some either Marvel Legendary or Mar Marvel United on the stream. You know, when Kim's not available, sure. we'll have to uh, get together and, and play one of those two because I haven't played as much United as I want. And Legendary, I haven't played much past the uh, core set. Now, I don't know if the, that one's available on TTS. I it know is. all the United stuff is. Both okay, are available. Cool. Yeah, so we'll have to do that. You you may see some more Marvel content. We're going to chop Marvel streaming shop. <laughs> <laughs> apparently. <laughs> We're all big Marvel fans apparently here. So, But good, yes. this has been uh, going on longer than expected, but it was fun. It's fun chat. So honestly, thanks, Baron and Pete, for helping out. And it was a fun chat with you guys on this topic. 
It's always a pleasure I mean, to be here, Steve. It's great to see Peter. Peter, it's nice to see you. I have to get together again sometime soon. Steve, always absolutely. a pleasure. Love it, man. Always. Absolutely. Yeah, no, you can't say it goes on longer than you expected when you invite me. You know it's going on long if I'm here. <laughs> that's the way it goes. 30, 35 minutes. 30, 35 minutes for Peter. That's usually what it is. Cool. And the rest of you get your, your 30 minutes as well. That's okay. combined. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks, guys. And uh, thanks for everyone who hang out with us. And we'll see you at the next stop. Bye. 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 Thanks for joining us again for the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast. Check out our YouTube channel at One Stop Co-op Shop. Also, join us for games and discussion on our Discord channel. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash one stop. Or leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week for another Top 5 list.